Hey, Float Magic fans, it's Shawnee coming to you today with Kayla, my manager. Hi. <laughs> we wanted to take um, our podcast to a little bit of a personal note. We're going to talk extensively about our services and how to help them stave off sickness and stay well, This, especially during the winter months. But to begin, I really wanted to invite Kayla to share her personal journey with us here at Float Magic, kind of what drew her into wanting to work with us and, and what she's discovered along the path. So, well, you know, Shawnee, so I found Float Magic through Facebook, right? Like many of us did. It was a really taboo business coming to Twin Falls. <laughs> and I was like, I'm here for this. Like, I want to be part of this. I had a full-time job and I was just hell-bent on getting on, right? <laughs> um, so I really just watched your journey of building this beautiful space. And, you know, I applied and Everything just really worked out. I think it was a beautiful process of knowing, you know, I didn't want to put you in any sort of predicament, especially me having this other full-time job. But in my life at that point, you know, I knew there was something that I needed, right? And I didn't know what that was. I didn't know what float therapy was. I I didn't really even know what self-care was at that point. Um I wasn't in the best headspace. Um, and so that's where my journey started. Mm. Um, and so, you know, we built this from the ground up. We did. Yeah. It, and it was wild. Yes. Those, do you remember that first month of, of just putting everything together in our center? That's, that's what everybody was um, paid to do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, building shelves, like right. I'm not a builder and you just hooked these together, yeah. but here we were learning the ins and out all together. I mean, you know, she hasn't built a center before. And so oh. it was something, it was the learning process for all of us learning how, how to put the filtration system together from the ground up. Yeah. Like it was so it was wild. It really was. <laughs> it, it was a fascinating process. And the fact that I have so many of my team members still with me that started in the beginning has, has I really played into the success of what we have here. So you guys got to watch. It, it wasn't like this was a franchise or some people ask me that often. Is, yeah. Is this a franchise? Right. Act? No, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> or one of a kind we around are, here. Yes. <laughs> we didn't have a template. We didn't have a guidebook. We, I mean, luckily the float industry is a very sharing industry. And so there was a lot of float centers that helped the process along, um, gave me their do's and don'ts and what I've learned and what to avoid. Um, so that was that's a very beautiful thing about the float industry. However, there's there's still that local component, right? Yeah. This is in my community. My community behaves differently than you know a community in Massachusetts or a or community Texas. in Texas, yeah. exactly, or one in Canada. You know, yeah. there's there's float centers all around the world. So it was it. It was a fun process to pull in this team of exciting, exciting teammates that wanted to put this dream together. Yeah. And, you know, as as we started working, um, when we opened our doors, you know, so we all were learning what these services were. A lot of us didn't know a bunch about it. Um, and so 
teaching community as they were coming in because they were so curious. We were curious, you know, the books we'd read, the articles, the information you'd share, um, which you are a whole book of information, which is awesome. (laughs) And so being able to teach our community about that. And one of my favorite things about working here since the very beginning is how people feel when they come in. No matter what walk of life you are, they are welcome. And people know that. And to me, that's really beautiful. Um, To this day, you know, people come in and, you know, maybe they have a high stress point. Like, I don't know what they have going on, but I have watched countless people walk out of our doors a whole new person that they've processed. I mean, I've seen people cry. I've seen you know, people glowing and really they come and they process and they, they learn things that they otherwise really didn't know. They they weren't prepared to learn. They just weren't. Um, and same with me in my journey um, with floating or um, cold plunging. You know, I, I've really processed a lot um, and cre- I'm on this journey of self-care, so to speak. You know what I mean? And so... I don't know. There's there's a lot of elements to this job. It's a beautiful place to work at. <laughs> yeah, the environment's a little inviting, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> you know, and it's also truly beautiful to help people when they struggle. Um, someone maybe has an episode when they're floating. Um, you know, that can be scary for them. Um, and to me, it makes me feel good knowing that I can help them. Um, there's one that particularly sticks out and, um, you know, I was trial and error with rooms with him and I, I got him in a room and he had the best flow. And in fact, the other day he said to me that he wants to get in the pod. Oh, that's exciting. I know. (laughs) And so it's, that's just really incredible. Um, another story that really sticks out to me is someone who has been on oxygen Um, They had COVID a couple years ago and, you know, they've been on oxygen ever since. Their levels just won't stay up. And he was coming a few times a week and sitting in our salt cave. And um, now he comes probably about once a week um, consistently. And now he's walking in and out without his oxygen. He's testing his levels um, when he comes in and when he leaves. Um, and in fact, even when he's at home, he says that he does not um, wear his oxygen when he's just sitting around. And that is truly just a beautiful thing. And he, he's excited and I'm excited <laughs> and I want the update every single time he's here, you know. And so, yeah, it's it's just great. And just lastly, um, one of the really most recent things that I've really started doing is cold plunging, right? Um, So my first cold plunge was in Maine at Float Conference. And I'm just gonna tell this story (laughs) because I, it's just really great. So we were in Float Conference and it was the first time they actually had services that um, we could use. And we had a cold plunge here was not set up. No, we and left it. We left it unfilled <laughs> and unset up for float conference because we were like, well, yeah, we got to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I was so thankful that they actually had that there mm-hmm. because we both did it there. Yep. And she taught me everything I need to know. If I didn't yep. do it there, I would have come back just blindsided. And so um, it was a two-minute journey <laughs> and <laughs> probably 30 seconds in the water mm-hmm. with my 
fully submerged. Um, my legs were out the remainder of the time because I was so <laughs> uncomfortable. But, you know, she she warned me about some of the things I would feel, um, told me to focus on my breath, things like that. All of this I didn't really know, you know. And, oh, yeah, 48 degrees. It's not that cold, right? It's cold. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not that bad. And so, anyways, when I got done, you know, I was thinking about my experience. And I was actually quite disappointed in myself because I didn't give it my all. Huh. And I said, why, why did I keep my legs out? Because it was uncomfortable. Right. But it wasn't that I couldn't do it. It was just uncomfortable. And so at that point, couldn't wait to get home. And I was home. Bent. I'm like, let's get this set up. <laughs> yeah. We came back, filled it up, put it together. Yeah. And and Kayla quickly became the cold plunge queen, <laughs> um, it, it, breaking all records. All of us going, you stayed in how long? <laughs> um, yes, that that mind piece, that mindset, yeah, is what is is so powerful in our therapies here. Yeah, when, when you go in with deliberate intentions to put yourself in an uncomfortable situation, yeah, you get maximum benefit. Yeah. Really. Yeah. So, I mean, I was doing it daily. Mm -hmm. um, I was feeling good. I was on cloud 39. <laughs> I mean, I yeah. I was just, wow, right? And um, so that's really obviously my favorite thing right now that's really helping me. And it, I mean, it's had me process a ton. When I cold plunge, um, I am in such a good space. I'm not thinking about anything. When I'm done, I'm not thinking about anything. I'm just chilling, vibing. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I'm straight vibing in there. <laughs> so encourage that. I turn the lights down low. I yeah. listen to music. But, you know, I say I process, but I'm not thinking of anything. Like, it's, it's just really an incredible thing. Yeah. And my mood, my mental clarity, everything is just really... Well, I mean, and look at you, look at your skin, how it glows, yeah. like you're, you know, <laughs> this energy just vibrates from you. And that's, that's essence of Kayla, but it's, yeah. it definitely, it has been maximized with, with the addition of Cold Plunge and watching you through that journey. Yeah. It's, it's been super encouraging as the owner of the facility to watch my main gal, my manager, just really take hold of, of the benefits yeah. And, and apply them to your life. Yeah. Well, if you see me in public, don't ask about it because I <laughs> don't stop talking about it. And make sure you have some time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. have some time. Don't on your be hands. on on rush back to work <laughs> if you want to ask Kayla about cold plunge. <laughs> oh, I love it. Would you be willing to share your first floating floating experience? Yes. Um. So. It was awful. I know. <laughs> it was absolutely awful. Yes. Um, I got out. Um, I floated in the pod and I got out and I ran out the door and I went home and I had the worst panic attack, anxiety attack of my life. And I was like, I, I can't, I can't tell Shawnee like, oh my gosh. And I'm, it was eating me alive. I just didn't know, you know, what I did wrong. I don't know why it was like that. Um, so the next day I called Shawnee and I said, 
I don't know if I can do this. And what I meant by that was floating. I don't know if I can have this job because I'm not going to be able to talk about this. Like that was awful. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, you know what she said? What did I say? <laughs> you said, we'll get you there. <laughs> um, and we talked about it. And, mm-hmm. you know, we talked about my day up to the point of floating and all of the things. And all of that really made sense of why my float was the way it was. So I was at my other job. You know, I ended up having to work late. I was driving Mach 50 down Washington to get to my appointment on time. Which I don't recommend you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay if you're a few minutes late. Stay safe. <laughs> I had um, a large coffee like late in the day. Mm-hmm. And all of these things got me way overstimulated that when I got in my flow, I, I was way overstimulated. You know, I shouldn't have had that caffeine. My adrenaline was already really too high. I wasn't in a good mindset. And honestly, it would have been better just to not float. Correct. Um, And so I was like, okay, you know, I'll I'll give it a try. And I didn't think it was anything to do with the pod because I wasn't, that wasn't bothering me, you know, Mm -hmm. and it was actually really cozy in there. But I was just too stimulated, honestly. That's what it was. And so... Eventually, I tried the cabin room, and I vividly remember when the lights came on, and I was so upset because I was in such a good headspace, and I should have done the 90 minutes, and at that point, I was hooked. Um, And so I really encourage those people, and truly, that's why we have an intro pack, because they say you should float three times before you ever make your decision, and that is 100% accurate, especially after my first experience. And I do tell that, like, if you're in here and you're questioning it and you're just like, mm, it's not for me, um, you know, give it that second chance. Yeah. Well, and that's the beautiful part of your experience. And and we've had other employees have similar experiences where their first float, they were like, oh, great. I'm supposed to sell this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm supposed to tell people to come in and enjoy their time when I had such a hard time. But um, it it's beautiful that you can you can be a testament that that is exactly what has to happen. You have to work into that flotation experience. And and it's not 100% for everybody, but I'd say a good majority of people that come in here and float love it their first time. Yeah. Wouldn't you say that's about accurate? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And if it's not... Look at all the other modalities we have. It's true. Yeah, <laughs> we got options. Yeah, and that's the best part, you know, because floating's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Most people really enjoy it, but having all these different options and maybe depending on how much time you have. Yeah. Um, but really creating that practice to come weekly, um, input something of ours into your routine, right, to keep your body healthy. Absolutely. Like that, just that reduction of stimulus that we provide in all of our environments, even a massage chair, like you're going in there, it's dark in there, you've got starlights on the ceiling. It's, it's just enough of a break. I mean, they say that those breaks, um, in your mind can really bolster focus. And so it's, yeah, the whole, our whole setup has been experienced and my employees are a huge part of that experience piece. I've been so grateful for the personalities that have been drawn to this space that Kayla was willing to come over and take a chance on being a manager of a startup business. Right. That's not a franchise. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> that doesn't have any success or track record. Um, but this community has been fabulous in supporting us. And, yeah. And I know my employees have been a big part of that. So, Well, I think we all, and I speak for all the employees because I, I think they feel the same, but it's such a rewarding job. Um, really assisting people in their recovery process, you know, mentally or physically. Um, and just being able to give our opinions, you know, these these people trust us. Like, we know what we're doing. We do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> um, you know, but just, and all the people I meet, oh my gosh, our clientele is the greatest. It's so great. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and, and to... To that point, too, when you said people come in here and they just feel safe, um, you have to be a little vulnerable to do a lot of our stuff. We've talked about that a lot. And and safe being in a safe environment is so important. But that's the personalities in the room. That's that's my employees making this space welcoming and inviting and and for everyone. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. If Thank I you. if I may may ask a question, yeah. hi everyone. I'm the I'm producer Zach. <laughs> uh, I make a few podcasts, and usually I'm silent on this one, but I think it's about time I plug in a mic and ask some questions every now and then. Awesome. Um, so you've you've both been here since the start. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel that the center has changed the most? Like, obviously, it's going to evolve with new therapies that you get in. Um, what do you think has been the biggest change or like the best good that you've seen happen for the center? Hmm. Yeah, well, for me, the most good that's happened for the center is what we provide for the community in general um, and being able to assist in that because when our community's healthy, it's growing, right? And so when we help people be healthy and confident and positive or whatever you want to call it, I mean, it's just going to stem into growth within the community. And I am so proud that we are part of this community. No, I think that that is definitely, I echo that. I also, I also, in the beginning, there wasn't enough of a template in rural America um, that float centers to this magnitude were successful. And so there was a lot of, fear in me that maybe maybe this wasn't going to go maybe this maybe these therapies um are too taboo are too ta- yeah like may- maybe people weren't really going to take a hold of these therapies and utilize them in a way to truly transform their life and it's been incredible and absolutely rewarding to see yeah. that so many people in this community see extreme benefits in utilizing our services and it's changed their life i've had people tell me this has changed my life right well and i think that alternative medicine holistic healing things like that are really becoming more normalized Mm -hmm. right people are getting away from a certain type of medicine yeah always going for the medicine like yeah we, we know that i mean medicine has its place but taking the effort to be preventative in our care yeah. regimen and taking care of our mental health and our overall wellness, that is becoming a higher priority yes. to people. And, and so the timing of the center is quite beautiful. I started building this before COVID hit and I had no idea. When COVID hit, I was like, great. 
what what was I thinking, right? But and the timing out. was perfect. Yeah. Like it, people really shifted their focus to taking care of themselves. Yeah, and so it was the perfect time to bring well, something like and, this about. And with the COVID, right? It really allowed you to put more intention into the building. Yes. And um, we get that compliment daily. Um, wow. You know, and so that's this girl. <laughs> Thanks, Kayla. <laughs> I, I'd be interested to hear from either of you if you had unlimited budget, <laughs> you know, fingers crossed at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of therapy would you really love to bring to the community if you could bring in anything? Know, what what personally would either of you want to see? Ah, that's a great question. Yeah. I 30, 30, <laughs> 30 cold plunges, just the whole wall right, of cold right, plunges. Right. I mean, I do feel like what the template that we have in place is appeals to a lot of different people. And so, but there are other therapies out there. A lot of people had asked if I'd be bringing in ozone therapy and hyperbaric and um, infusion therapy was kind of part of the template in the beginning. That's kind of why I have a med room. Um, the the idea of having a center where there's multiple modalities accessible or even multiple businesses in in that same accessible point where people can go from place to place to place and get all of their wellness needs met that would be that would be ideal for me but in all actuality if i had endless budget i would create this space for as many communities as i possibly could because i firmly believe that every community deserves this type. So you would make it a franchise. (laughs) (laughs) So Float Magic was a franchise. Listen, I want to bring psychedelics, right? Doing studies with psychedelics, controlled studies with psychedelics. You might have to cut this out, but... (laughs) That's up to Shawnee. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, it Um, it definitely... There's so much... I mean, I want to create more of that research. Um, Mm -hmm. That would be super incredible. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of therapies out there. There's stem cell injection therapy. There are, I, I have a vein for psychedelic research too. It's exciting what they're coming out with. Um, I mean, even just mushrooms in general. Yes. Yes. Paul Stamets studies, which we carry host defense. We carry Paul Stamets stuff. Um, But yeah, there's just, there's so much in the natural realm of of being beneficial for us there's a lot of good books out there yeah so that's if i had (laughs) unlimited budget (laughs) (laughs) so we're uh we're 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 coming close to the end here so i'll Mm -hmm. kind of just leave you with one question to wrap up um we're into a new year 2023 what do you feel you're most excited for in terms of float magic what's what are you most excited for this year Mm -hmm. I'm most excited um, to get more of a grip on our operations and processes. Um, I really want to expand this space, and I want to be part of that. And like you said earlier, every community deserves one of these. And that's really in my five-year goals that I've set up this year. our operations, things like that, that's my one-year goal um, mm-hmm. to really grow within that. But um, with Float Magic, that's really yeah, what I hope for. 
and 2023 (laughs) (laughs) and my goals for the upcoming year is to act like a CEO (laughs) not act like putting fires out and holding things together which is you know that's small business ownership Um, but now that I have a manager in place that is fully capable to take over the duties of operation it really is allowing me to free myself up to go back to that visionary role, to go back to that expansion role, to go back to the creativity that really got Float Magic into existence yeah, and know what I can do to create that expansion model. So, And yeah. truly, we're the best team because yep. I'm not that creative one and you are and I'm more You're so strong where I'm not. Yeah. You're so organized. You're so you're like, Shani, we got to stop spending. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let me have that card. Right. You don't get the card anymore. But really, we, um, I'm super blessed. We are one of the best teams. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Kayla, yes, for coming on for today. I know that I know our fans are going to really enjoy getting to know you better. So, um, We stay salty around here, so we invite you to do the same. Bye, guys. (laughs) See ya.